Dear Sustainable Futures enthusiasts, my name is Alexandra Kutsukos and this is Sustainable Futures, the podcast, a live work platform to string conversations at the crossover between sustainability, design and personal experiences. Done with heart by live workers for live workers. Does sustainability ask for a mindset shift alone or of a change of heart too? In this episode, our London-based service designer Audrey Regan and I talk about our own experience with spirituality and how we relate that to sustainability. Hello, I am here today with Audra. Hello. <laughs> so there is this uh, topic that I wanted to discuss with you. I remember having uh, very interesting conversations about faith, about spirituality with you, and what we, I would like to explore today. I, you might wonder what does that have to do with sustainability, and I think this is exactly what uh, we want to discuss today. So um, the feeling that I had through time is that we are living in a, a historical uh, cu- cultural moment uh, that is uh, undergoing a lot of like changes a lot of the paradigms and the systems that we base our beliefs in are <laughs> crumbling i feel so in the moment where the foundations that have been upholding our ways of living start to fade away mm. I found myself in need of guidance, in need of, let's say, in need of finding meaning, finding new meaning and finding, uh, also because this thing causes a lot of distress, you know, it causes a lot of like confusion and when the logic doesn't hold anymore, I found myself looking for, let's say, spiritual anchors and I have the feeling that sustainability transformation is strongly related to, let's say, it would be more successful if it's also spiritual transformation. So you being a person of faith, like how do you relate with sustainability or with climate change from from your standpoint? And how do you, if if you felt like a sort of difference in the last couple of years? Yeah, so I guess it's worth prefacing that my faith is Christian faith, so that yeah. colors a lot of the way that I see things. Um, I mean, I remember reading some book when I was younger, or part of some book that was about Christian responsibility for the environment. Mm. And that just wasn't really a topic that was talked about um, in in the Southeast United States where I came from. Mm-hmm. But I thought, why? <laughs> this This should be something that is so critical to the Christian faith because if we really believe that God created this earth and that he has a purpose a purpose and intent in mm-hmm. creating it then we should be caring for it mm-hmm. and I know there's different views about um, the the mandate at the beginning of Genesis mm-hmm. that we should um, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion over the earth mm-hmm. and that term dominion is you know can be loaded yeah um, but I don't, I don't necessarily see it as a loaded term. I mean, I think that we've, we've misinterpreted what it means to have yeah. dominion, to exploit and consume. Yeah. 
But at its root, my perception and belief is that that word dominion and subdue is all about responsibility, Mm. that we have a responsibility to care for the earth, Mm. to, um, to continue to help it to function in the way that it was designed to function. And I think there, there's also a lot in the Bible and scripture about God's care for the land and for his creation, Mm. which just shows to me, you know, the beauty that he's created and how much he loves what he has created and Mm. wants to sustain it and wants us to have a part in, um, using it for, you know, inventions and creativity and, um, to our benefit, but also to its benefit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think those, those two go hand in hand. Yeah. So I find interesting that you're saying to our benefit and to its benefit. So I was sharing with you, uh, let's say, what my, if you want to call it, journey towards spirituality. I really don't know how to phrase it, but like, yeah, um, that works. I was born and raised in Italy, so I have, I'm not baptized. I didn't go to church and so forth. But one way or the other, because I grew up in Italy, Catholicism is part of me, part, Mm. part of my culture. And I started to look in, there, there's a sort of like esoterism in Italy that is part of everyone somehow. Uh, I think, at least that's my yeah. perception. So it was quite comfortable for me to uh, try to look for more uh, ineffable answers, like uh, answers in the, in, the, um, in, in the non-logic realm, in the, in mm. the left side of the brain. Um, and I really went back to the roots to going back to nature and hiking in nature and really connecting and feeling how that well-being that comes with connecting to nature and spending time in it really makes you understand how you are part of it. I think if we live in the city, Mm -hmm. then we're, oh my God, we forget we're animals. And the only relationship that we have with, with that is the air that we breathe and the food that we eat. Yes, and I'm thinking back to during my studies, we read this book. I can't remember if it's called What is Nature, but that was definitely a topic of our discussion. And it was this pivotal moment, I remember, in my thinking about what is nature, because in my, in my interpretation, it had been trees, birds, soil, you know, that's nature. Yeah. All these buildings and constructed things, this isn't nature but everything has its root in nature. And with that mindset shift that everything is nature, we have a different sense and a different, I think, responsibility we take on in realizing, oh, wow, yeah, Yeah, we've created everything that exists and we have the power to fix things that are broken. and, And I think I find great hope in the fact that there's a lot of creative people out there who are waking up to the importance of climate change yeah. and responding and are starting to make changes and yeah. I hope that it's fast enough yeah. you know but um, I find it super interesting reporting back to we made all of this out of nature right at the end of the day and uh, for I think that's a extremely important thing to realize when thinking in, in systemic terms mm-hmm. you know like when you think 
uh, about how can I apply uh, systems design and system, systems thinking to how can I include earth in the discourse of uh, design, uh, designing things, you know, like that's a fundamental um, uh, thing to, to understand and to be aware of. And yes. that adds a completely different dimension to all the work that we do. It expands, you know, the, the possibilities to such an extent that I find uh, fascinating in that sense. I mean, I think the other thing that colors my perspective is the inherent value of life mm. and all things created. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that anything is wasted, mm. you know, and nothing is here without an intent and a purpose. So therefore, I have a very high view of all people and all things. Mm. And with that sense of responsibility, it's difficult to throw litter on the road. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to think about doing something that will cause my neighbors to be exposed to some kind of environmental pollutant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, it's difficult to... Um, allow things like that or or not have a sense of wanting to uh, fight for justice yeah. for those things. So I think that's closely tied with this spirituality and with my Christian faith, um, feeling that I have a, a role to play. Yeah, I think that's super interesting because what you're touching on is this feeling of ownership and responsibility that mm-hmm puts you in the front line to actually do something about it and it gives you like it and I have the feeling that well at least it entitled me to step up Mm. and to raise my voice yeah being in this place of thinking what can I do you know what role can I play Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm one person um and that sparked me to think about um, a talk that I listened to a while ago that was exploring different approaches to mitigate climate change. Mm-hmm. And on the one hand, you do have this very um, mechanical, practical, policy-driven approach, which can restrict you know, all sorts of activities for people. Um, and in that case, there will still be those who rebel because mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have, you don't care mm-hmm. about the environment. You don't see Um, if we're not aware of something or exposed to, you know, like, um, I'm thinking back to the slave trade and Mm. what happened in the UK during that time that individuals would get imagery, um, artists would create, I don't know if it was lithographs or whatever pieces they were, but visuals of what the slave trade actually was Mm. and people didn't want to see it, Mm. but it was through that act of creating awareness and changing how people saw and how they felt and their mindset and their heart, that's what ultimately paved the way for a shift in the way society viewed. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to the, the other hand, which is this mindset shift and what the individual in this talk I listened to was talking about, that it's a change of heart. Mm. And again, that ties back to where I think spirituality mm. comes into play. We have to learn to see differently and to have value in, uh, or have value for creation and for people mm-hmm. so that we don't want to throw litter on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to rapidly increase our ecological footprint, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So I think that that's very connected to what we do as service designers because our focus in many ways is on helping people change the way that they see. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of the power of the visualizations mm-hmm. that we develop. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think that we're in a prime position mm -hmm. to think about the more, the softer side. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that you need one without the other. You need yeah, yeah. The, the policy side, yes, yeah, yeah. but you also need the heart, yeah. mind yeah. side. Yeah, for sure. So I think we're in a really good place to yeah. consider how we can Interesting. incorporate that into our practice. Yeah. I don't know exactly what that looks like or how, mm -hmm. um, but that I find inspiring and encouraging yeah. um, in, in a way that we can make change yeah. that can expand. Thank you so much for this wonderful <laughs> conversation. Thank you. I mean, we'll continue later, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.